Hello, this is Andrew WK, and I'm here to remind you that we're partying very hard together on the Freaky Geeks podcast. Hey, what's up? My name's Noelle, and I'm the snake that kills the rock church. Whoa, nice. Thank you. Hi, my name's Shane, and I almost had my head crushed underneath a car today. That's kind of fun. Yeah, it is. It was scary. I bet. Yeah, the jack that I have for my car is very bad and does not work. And it just like slipped and it fell sideways, but sideways it had just enough room that it didn't crush my skull. Mm-hmm. So I just scooted out. Nice. And uh, yeah, it was fucking gnarly. Did that give you your adrenaline rush for the day? I mean, I'm over it now. Yeah. I was immediate. I just like laughed it off. Yeah, yeah. What can you do? Sometimes you're almost crushed to death underneath your car by yourself in the middle of the afternoon. Yeah. Trying to hit your starter with a wrench. Like you do. Like you do. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, yeah, It's kind of like when you almost get T-boned and you're like an inch away from it and then you like look at the driver in the eyes and you just laugh. And then you cry later, but mostly laugh. Yeah. you're like, man, I almost just for sure died. I think I'm like dead to it. Pun intended. Yeah. Yeah. No, so- I get I get that. I was on a I was on a plane flight and the turbulence was so bad that even, you know, the stewardesses were freaking out. Uh-huh. And I was so content. I was like, Yep, I'm ready for the end. Take me. Take me. <laughs> I was so content with it. Just like that's kind of why I love going on janky roller coasters because I'm like, maybe this will be the one. Oh, maybe this will be the one that lets me go. Oh. And like Enya plays as it like goes off the tracks and I smash <laughs> in the bottom. Uh, knowing my luck, I'd be the only survivor, but like paraplegic. Yeah, no arms. <laughs> so anyway. Speaking of going places, you know where people could go? Where can they go? Murder of Crows Tattoo in Salt Lake City. They sure fucking can. Yeah, they could get the best tattoos there. I'm going to get my face tattooed more soon. You I should. Think. Yeah. I agree. I'm going to. Why not? Yeah. Live your truth, whatever that is. Thank you. Even if it's looking like Post Malone. Sure. Why not? Yeah, he's he's popular. People like him. I agree. I like him. Face tattoos. Great. Why not? Everyone's getting them nowadays. Get a face tattoo. Open your SoundCloud account. Or you can just go to 640 North Main Street, North Salt Lake City, and get a regular tattoo, not on your face, by Casey Roy, because she's amazing. Yeah, that's good. Um, Hey, I've got some shows coming up. Want to talk about them sure. real quick? I am going to be... In Las Vegas, September 10th through 16th. And I'm going to be doing a show at 8 p.m. every single night for six nights in a row. Where? At the uh, Stratosphere Stratosphere Hotel and Casino in Las Vegas. Nice. The L.A. Comedy Club is what it's called. The L.A. Comedy Club inside of Las Vegas, Nevada. Yeah, yeah. September 10th and 16th through the 16th. 21 and over. Uh, yeah, I think okay. so. Okay, I, mean, I it's just Vegas, assume, yeah. I assume. Uh, then September 29th, I'm going to be headlining the Mesa Theater, my first theater gig in uh, Grand Junction, Colorado. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that'll be cool. Uh, the doors are at 8 p.m. So if you're in Colorado and you didn't see me, or that's just like closer to where you are, come see me at the Mesa Theater, Grand Junction. Maybe if you're in Idaho, that's closer to you. I don't know. Yeah, something like that. Geography. Yeah, that's awesome. And then also I'm going to be working with Moshe Kasher August 17th and 18th here in Salt Lake City. At the downtown club? Yeah the downtown club so if you want to see me and moshe kasher if you want to see me in las vegas or if you want to see me in grand junction colorado also i'm going to be in um 
Great Falls, Montana, mm-hmm. this weekend, mm-hmm. the fucking tw- 11th. I'm going to be... Yeah, Great Falls, Montana on the 11th. It's a show for the Air Force at some baseball stadium. The only baseball stadium, I assume, in Great Falls, Montana. I think that's a safe bet. If you live in Montana, get at me. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can hang out. Sure. We probably won't. Why not? Because <laughs> it's Montana. And uh, I'm actually going to be hanging out with the Air Force guys. They're taking us up in a jet mm-hmm. and a C-130. Fun. So that'll be... I'm going to puke. <laughs> For 100% oh, sure. Okay. In a jet? Yeah. I've heard it's like a life-changing experience. In a jet? The ones that make people black out? Yeah. That's kind of fun. Yeah. We're going we're gonna to like be pushing 8 Gs or something, 7 Gs, like a life-threatening amount. I just sign a waiver. Oh, fun. Hell yeah. Yeah. Who needs a neck? <laughs> Not me. That's what I'm saying. I'm going to be pretending I'm Will Smith in Independence Day the whole time. You're going to be more like Goose. <laughs> Fuck a roller coaster <laughs> fighter jet. I mean, yeah. It's kind of fun. So anyway, um, yeah, uh, those are all the shows and things I have going on. Pretty fun. Pretty yeah. cool stuff. Also, um, I might try to be in L.A. the last weekend of August, but I don't even know when that is. But yeah, so uh, we'll figure it out. Okay. Yeah, I'm not doing shows, though. I'm going to be there doing like meetings and stuff. Mm-hmm. In any case, come see me do comedy. Yeah. I'm up to some shit. You're doing it. I guess. Doing the damn thing. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you so much for everyone who reviewed us on iTunes. We're up to 100 uh, reviews. Over 100. We Over. just got another one, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So thanks, everybody. Yeah, thank They're you so much to everyone sweet. who supports us on Patreon. Yeah. Rachel and I are going to be doing another episode here shortly. Nice. So it'll be, it'll be fun. I think her and I are even going to work out a schedule where we're going to try to upload once a week on Patreon. That would be great. So, yeah. And then I think... Uh, We'll try to do some streaming. Streaming is tough because uh, I hate my face, so it's kind of like you got to have that to stream. So yeah, like, you got to have a face you know, to stream. Yeah, You could wear a mask. I could. It would be hard to hear me. Unless I have like a Britney Spears mic. Why don't you just wear a mask with the mouth cut out of it? I could. That's an idea. And then that kind of sets it up for anyone to replace me. Yeah. So why not? It's sure. Perfect. It's absolutely a flawless plan. Um, yeah, is that about... I guess follow us on the shit. Yeah, um, I'm uh, Shadozer, S-H-A-Y-D-O-Z-E-R on everything. And I'm Noelle Fain on everything. Fain is F-A-E-N. Yep. You nailed it. And Noelle, N-O-E-L-L-E, not N-O-E-L. That's not Noelle. That's Noel. Figure your shit out That's before you Noel. come at me. But not Noel like G-N-O-L-L, which is what you would think when you think Noel. of Noel. But Noel like N-O-E-L. Yeah. Wrong null. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Different null. Yeah, yeah. Also, um, if you guys want to fuck up the system with me, I'm really trying to make us win the City Weekly Best of podcast section. Oh, yeah. I'm really trying to make it fucking happen because um, if you follow us on Twitter, you've seen us complain about how the local podcast scene and like nerd scene and just the scenes fucking hate us the local utah everything dislikes yeah. us Ex- they super fucking hate us yeah even the comedy scene doesn't like us it's wild well the alt comedy scene doesn't like us but the uh the comedy club likes us yeah they like us enough yeah so yeah no one likes us here so it'd be super fun to win city weekly's best of and then they have to do like a spread about us in the paper and take our mm-hmm. picture and then i just like that makes my dick so hard just thinking about it. So I think we should make that happen. Yeah. Uh, what do we have to do? 
Well, it's kind of a pain in the ass, obviously. This but. is how they, you know, make it happen. You go to cityweekly.com. You have to vote for at least one of the like options in each category and there's 10 categories. So the first category right when you log into the vote for best of is like um podcast radio and TV. Uh-huh. And like the second or third question is like favorite local podcast and then it, there's like a favorite TV host or radio personality, you know. Yeah. You just have to fill out one next page. It's like your favorite place to eat. And then you could put whatever. Is it multiple choice? No, it's fill in right now. Okay. It's it's write-ins right now and then they put it too. So everyone, just go ahead and write in whatever you want, but write in Freaky Geeks. Exactly. Cityweekly.com. It's just like it sounds. S-I-T or C-I-T-Y. <laughs> Listen, I is city. Oh, you're fucking <laughs> C-I-T-Y weekly W-E-K-L-Y. Uh, yep. Dot com. You it's like a magazine. It. Best of. Vote for Freaky Geeks. We would appreciate you a lot. That would be fun. I just want to make them take my picture. Noel just really wants her picture taken because for some reason it's not taken enough. I agree to that statement. Yikes. <laughs> All right. Anything else? That's basically it. All right, everyone. Enjoy this episode. Uh, All about the FLDS continued. Yeah. Part three. We actually talk about the FLDS church yeah. and Warren Jeff's growing up. Yep. We're in it. We it's g- happening. We get to Warren Jeffs taking We've over. We've made it to Warren Jeffs. He has the church in control. Yeah. Next week will be the last week. Yep. All next, right, everyone. Next week is the heavy child molestation, so Oof. get Oof. ready. Yeah. Kay. All right. Hail Make Satan. like an altar boy and prepare yourself, everybody. Oh, no. Hail Satan. Hail Satan. Why isn't anyone going to get molested? I don't think we'll make it there. For Why? Just, we have so much stuff. Yeah. Just a little bit more to cover. Like, we just have so much work to do before anyone can get molested. Yeah. Kind of. Well, okay. Where are we starting? Well, we ended with um, Utah becoming a state. Mm-hmm. And um, the LDS Church officially splitting off. And what we know is the LDS Church denouncing polygamy. Yeah. And excommunicating anyone who still practiced polygamy. Yes. And um, the new, well, the old, technically, the old version of the church decided to call itself the fundamentalists, FLDS, and then they, yeah. they moved to Utah. The fundamentals of loving Jesus is also having sex with nine chicks, yeah. some of whom are wildly underage. I thought, yeah, I thought you were going to say was child molestation, which seems to be like the main thread through yeah. major religions is child molestation. It's like, what did Michael Jordan say? It's all about the fundamentals. Mm-hmm. Except for he was talking about like dribbling and three-point shots. Yeah, the fundamentals of ruling a church is touch little boy's penis. Yeah, so. that's the, you know... You short, the, that's your short game and your passing yeah. in church. That's how you get to heaven. You got If you want to be the best, you have to have solid fundamentals. Watch that be it. Watch heaven be real. Watch God be real. And God's just a pedophile. And he's like, y'all didn't touch enough little boys. You can't come up. Sorry. Yeah, I made kids cute for... <laughs> and oh then we were God. just like, oh, I made no. their buttholes tiny and tight. So you guys would come to heaven with me. I so. mean... 
Only the priests are correct. That would... How many fucking little boys' bodies are buried in the floors of the Vatican? Is the real question. So many. Is it like exclusively what it's made out of? It's just the bones of little boys? Yeah. It's like polished to look like tile or something. Yeah. You know how when they elect a new pope and then they the fire comes out of the I was gonna smokestack? Say, yeah, that's that's smokestack. just boy bodies. Yeah. Absolutely. Those are like the boys he molested before he was the Pope. Now he starts over, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's fun. Basically the same thing with FLDS. <laughs> They're just like, <laughs> we cannot get enough boy bodies up in here. They weren't. Well, Warren Jeffs was into boys. Was he? Boys. Yeah, he was into little boys and no. little girls. I didn't even know. Yeah, well, the I don't want to get ahead, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's start at the beginning. Spoiler alert. The reason the person who got Warren Jeffs like arrested initially was his nephew. Oh, shit. 2005, so... That's crazy. Warren Jeffs is a creepy uncle. Have you looked at him? Even the apostle. He looks like a creepy... He looks like a fucking lich. It's like, yeah, of course he diddles children of all... He doesn't care yeah. what shape or like color or gender they come in if they're under 15 he wants to touch them it's wild and i was telling you the other day like i watched an interview with his uh daughter one of his one of his daughters um and she has that thing that like some kids who get like brutally molested have where they like maintain that child voice like michael jackson oh yeah so she's like this beautiful young woman now who's like pretty well adjusted considering her dad was warren jeff's a pedophile who also molested her yeah a pedophile Um, cult leader yeah like the weirdest combination of it all she's pretty well adjusted considering but then she opens her mouth and it's like and sometimes he would come into my room and you're like, oh, no. Oh, when I, oh, when you said, no. when you get molested really hard and then you have kid voice like Michael Jackson, I thought she was going to be like, and he molested me so hard. Uh, Tramona. I mean, and it was awful. Basically. <laughs> and then she moonwalks she out of the room and she's like, no more molestation. <laughs> <laughs> and then I mean, but that's the opposite of Michael Jackson. She just had the voice. She didn't have Michael Jackson traits. Michael Jackson traits would mean like never ending child molestation. Thriller. On never Neverland Ranch. <laughs> Neverland Ranch didn't have anything to do with Peter Pan. It just was a metaphor for never ending child molestation. Oh no. Isn't that what Peter Pan is about? Never growing up and being a little boy and getting other little boys to come hang out with you in your tree to like play war and when, touch each other's penises. Yeah. When I was a little kid, uh, I got um suspended diddled yeah i know <laughs> oh my god wow what you're just really killing it today with me um <laughs> i got in i got suspended from school because we were supposed to like rewrite stories and we were it was like a creative writing exercise mm-hmm. and we were in like third grade and we were supposed to rewrite peter pan uh-huh. and i wrote a version of peter pan where all the lost boys are like they don't understand that they've been kidnapped by Pan and Rufio and they they are like yeah. ruling over them yeah. and like treating them badly and Tink is like uh, their helper and she makes sure the boys can't leave even though she can make anyone fly. Well yeah, she, and, like, that is her role. Yeah, Tink and Peter are like evil like basically it's a concentration camp for kids yeah. and they just kill them after they get tired of mm-hmm. them and the pirates 
are these men who like got lost at sea looking for the boys oh, and then they're really trying Captain Hook is actually like trying to rescue them and Peter and Rufio are like fighting Captain Hook and not letting him Is he called Rufio because he roofies all of the children? Sure. Rufy, oh no, not no again. is the last part of his name that you don't hear. Yeah, and huh. uh, the the you know they're like brutally murdering the pirates, yeah. and like setting the alligator on Captain Hook, uh-huh. and he's just trying to save these kids. And that was my version of the story, and they did not like that. That's kind of fun. I <laughs> yeah. like that. I also like the idea of not necessarily them being held captive, but maybe them being dead. And they're just children's ghosts haunting an island. Well, my whole thing was like I wrote it from the perspective of at first the kid who had been like kidnapped. And he's like, does no one else see how fucked up this is? And then the kids are like, you get used to it. And like and then the, he like finds the grave of the other kids. And Tink is like talking about murdering kids. And then it's this captain who's like lost at sea trying to find his son. And then the reveal is that it's Captain Hook. Interesting take. Yeah. That's kind of fun. Yeah, yeah. So I thought I fl- I uh I flipped it and reversed it, but it was yeah. too uh it was too fucked up for third graders to think of. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, I don't know. I never really trusted Peter Pan. I always felt like he was up to something. No, no, he's definitely up to he something. He is. He kidnapped children. So Yeah. You don't you can be in third grade and understand that that's not appropriate. Speaking of kidnapping children. Are we about to get into it? Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know if we talked about it last episode, but um, the FLDS members moved to an area outside of Utah and Arizona called Short Creek. And it actually kind of is like Utah, Arizona, Colorado. Yeah. That border, um, which comes into play um, when Warren Jeffs gets arrested and Texas as well. They all want a piece of him. And Utah actually, like, to fast forward a bit, just because, whatever, Utah, like, fucking fumbles hard when it comes to charging Warren Jeffs with, like, um, child abuse and shit. Um, Because, like, they have to, like, pass them around jurisdiction lines, you know? Yeah. It's all this litigating. And then when Utah finally gets him, and he's, he's to be charged here, and he's in Utah State Prison, the Utah Supreme Court, which I didn't even know we had one of those, um ended up having to dismiss the case because of um, improper jury selection. Ah. So we just had to be like, ah, we, f- we fucked up. And then Texas took him and was like, we're going to show you how you put someone on yeah. death he's row. He's not retarded, but we will execute yeah, him. Yeah, no, he's not on death row. I think he's just serving life, which Aww. is kind of a bummer. Um, but anyway. Good on Texas, though. I mean, isn't that the way it goes? They're like horrific, and you're like, that sucks. And then someone who deserves it gets there, and you're like, well, that works out. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's kind of like no one likes the snake pit until someone bad falls into the snake pit. And then yeah. you're like, oh, man, fucking snake pit Finally coming in worked, clutch. Right? Yeah. yeah, well, he's not on death row. He's just serving a life sentence plus 20, I think, which is stupid. But anyway. I, probably, it honestly, doesn't, I think prison in Texas is all a life sentence no matter what you and know he, like you can't martyr him he, well they sure are fucking trying but anyway let's we're moving well no but fast. if texas had murdered him oh i thought you said martyr him yeah martyr yeah if they kill him if they martyr him then he'll be a saint for the religion yeah if you just keep him alive and like let him sit there and slowly lose his power over time he and, still has power though well yeah but he has 
it's like a mockery of the power he used to have. And then by doing that, you're allowing him to never be able to truly like organize things in the church. And then when he eventually dies of natural causes, firstly, it's like, Oh, he died in prison. God never saved him. That's interesting. Well, no, that's a big thing because he always makes these premonitions about if they pray hard enough, the bars will melt on his cell and he'll be able to escape. And guess what? Never happens. Well, yeah, but there are, does he know that the dogs are there? I don't think he knows much. About <laughs> like anything. the bell bars melt and he's like, I'm out. And then he's like, Oh fuck. There's like nine fences and dogs. Yeah. Guards with guns. Yeah. There's Texans. Yeah, I know. They're just like, you're good luck escaping yeah. in Texas, buddy. All they got to do is like he ring just, an alarm and then like the town folk will come yeah, in. Yeah, he fucking, immediately dies yeah, of heat. He'll fucking get lynched. Anyway, we fast forward so much. Yeah, yeah, let's go back. So um, FLDS is now in Short Creek. Um, <clears throat> and then the reasoning, some people said that they didn't want to split their poly- polygamous families up. Others wanted to follow the true teachings of Joseph Smith which is kind of a bummer. Again, the fundamentalists are technically like the truest form of the religion. Yeah. Um, the group started to become the exaggerated version of what the Mormons believed in. And they came, they became like more extreme and with their hate for outsiders in particular and very paranoid. Um, they started to dig bunkers and tunnels into the mountainsides to protect themselves against government raids. Yeah. Which is kind of like, I honestly think in the beginning stages of them breaking off, they were almost like chaos magicking themselves into this because a big raid does happen, but it doesn't happen for a while. But like when you start building bunkers into the side of a mountain, like the government's going to be like, what are you guys up to over there? Well, and then they're going to check it out. That's the, there's like um, a paradox in medieval times when they're like, do you build a castle to defend this place? Because if you do, people are going to be like, What's to do with this castle? What's in that castle? Yeah, what are they hiding? I'm going to fucking attack this castle. Yeah. Whereas if you never had it, maybe it wouldn't be a problem. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so the way they govern themselves, they decide um, that the FLDS will be led by a group of men called the Priesthood Council. This is another thing that comes into play when um, the Jeffs family takes over. Um, the longest seated member is recognized as a senior member, and then they appoint other members to the council and those are considered high priest apostles. It's just like nerdy ass shit, right? Yeah. Um, but that keeps it. That's what starts the like forever placeholder of like families and then your friends being the ones in control. You know what I mean? So they tried to do like their own version of religious democracy and ended up with just theocracy. Mm. Basically. I, I, I'm going to be honest. I didn't hear a lot of what you just said because I was thinking about like wanting to get into a castle to attack it and then you attack it and like thousands of people die and it's like a year-long siege and you get inside and you're like, it was stripper karaoke. That's what they were hiding in the yeah, castle. I mean... It fucking lit. Yeah. <laughs> We've done it, you yeah. guys. Bring all of the armies. For I'm going to sing Toxic from Britney Spears. Good choice. <laughs> I would like... go to war with a few countries for stripper karaoke. <laughs> it's just like you getting into the castle. It's the weirdest thing you can like. We've done it. <laughs> I think it. it's worth it. Yeah. Better than anything else people have found by like, you know. Yeah. Most of the time you don't, you don't find much. I mean, you find sometimes the royalty and they're worth a lot of money. I mean, sure, yeah. The Romanoffs probably wish it was just stripper karaoke and not their children being beheaded and shit. Sure. So, um, the Jeffs family... We'll, we're kind of like fast-forwarding. The Jeffs family specifically is the family that turns FLDS into a cult. At Up until um, 
the Jeffs family took over in 1945. Um, FLDS was just fanatical and religious, kind of like um, those Christians who hold snakes. Yeah. Kind of like they weren't doing anything too crazy, like polygamy is pretty much it. Piscatera, no. No, not. Episcopal? No. I don't know what their their deal is, but anyway, like snake Christians. Yeah, snake Christians also in mountains. Um, I like how all the crazier Christians have like a superpower. Like some of them are like, I speak a language that God speaks that no one can oh, understand. Like in tongues. Yeah, and some of them are like, I'm invincible. Oh yeah, well I'm fucking invincible to snake bites. What now? Mm-hmm. And then other Christians are like, I am a cannibal, and yeah. it doesn't affect me at all. And other people are like. I can actually talk to God. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, through my mind. They always got to one up. Whoa, dope. And then Jehovah's Witnesses are like, I have the power to annoy anyone I talk to always. And people are like, I have the power to suck the happiness out of a room. Yeah. No birthdays. Yeah. No holidays. No blood transfusions. Mm -hmm. I don't even think they believe in band aids. No. Christian scientists are like, I have the power to die of smallpox. (laughs) I believe in sacred geometry, but I don't believe in modern medicine. (laughs) Sure, buddy. Keep praying to that fucking crystal. Anyway, I digress. Um, (laughs) Rock and roll Christians. I have the power to wear Birkenstocks and be insufferable. Yeah. Hey, you guys, (laughs) thanks for coming out to the rock church. Here's Wonderwall. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking hate the rock church. (laughs) Give me snake Christians over rock and roll Christians. I will take snake Christians every motherfucking day. Put a rattlesnake in my ass before I have to go to the fucking rock church. Oh, yeah, for real. <laughs> I wish the snake Christians would let the snakes into the rock and roll church. <laughs> That's what I want. You know what is like <laughs> what is the opposite this? of rock and roll? <laughs> Jesus. It makes no fucking sense. So imagine a guy playing guitar being attacked by a snake and he's like, help. And then one of the snake Christians is like, you got to believe in Jesus harder. And he's just getting bit by a rattlesnake oh and he's God. like, you're not believing, boy. You got to believe. And he's trying to play the guitar faster and he's just dying. Oh, man. Oh, That's- rattles snakes that's the last wet dream i had it was is. watching a rock church christian be killed by a rattlesnake <laughs> <laughs> while a ra- while a snake christian is like you gotta believe pray harder boy you oh, gotta believe man. harder so anyway. are there crocodile christians there should be i i imagine every church in florida just accidentally see. becomes crocodile christians <laughs> there used to be the church down here in salt lake that was like a non-denominational christian church and it was just christianity mm-hmm. usually it's baptist but like the westboro baptists have ruined that for non-denominational christians so they try to like rebrand these days they just and, write christian in neon lights above well, the place. yeah a lot of churches are just straight up non-denominational in most places that aren't utah uh-huh. and then um but here it was baptist and like oh fuck we got to change that because Westboro's ruining it yeah yeah so then they changed it to christian adventure church and i was like what is adventure. that like like you just get in and they're just like and for today's sermon we've released a live grizzly bear <laughs> and you just look over it's, and then people are running and the guy's like jesus is here for all of us dinosaurs aren't real as the bear just fucking throws a lady through a pew yeah. <laughs> oh, i'm here for the christian adventure you gotta church. play dead <laughs> It depends on what type of bear we're dealing with. Black, brown, grizzly, what? Oh, Polar? Depends. Um, so anyway, that was a journey through Christianity. I know. <laughs> Even funnier would be like an angry chimpanzee, but Just he's dressed like Jesus. Off. He's got oh, the crown of thorns and a robe. That's kind of fun. he's going through, and he's just ripping people's faces off. I enjoy that thoroughly. Yeah. 
He shares 1% of DNA with Jesus. Or 99%, sorry. <laughs> as far as we know, he is Jesus. <laughs> he's only 1% not Jesus. Yeah, yeah, he's closer than all of us. <laughs> um, so anyway. <laughs> um, the Jess family takes over FLDS. <laughs> oh, so much a chimpanzee in a wig attacking a lady in a big church hat. Oh, <laughs> she's like no, and he just rips her. The titty ladies off. in the church hats are the nicest. Mm-mm. Yeah, huh? What you've your church experience is different than mine. Apparently, I would say. You know, the last church experience I had was a Christmas service that my sister made me go to because my sister is a part of a cult church. Yeah, um, a mega church, if you will, and um, they had three giant platforms with neon lights and they like rose like a fucking concert and the main guitarist because it's like a version of a rock church is the old guitarist from journey and i was like we can't fucking have this we can't be (laughs) fucking having any of this it was so awful and like not to keep us more off track but like i was not in the fog of jesus and rock music so i saw right through their bullshit that they have like these urban outfitters models come out and be like hey you guys let's do this camp and let's sing this song and we're so fun and hip and thanks for coming thanks for giving us all your money we're hot and we make you feel uncomfortable and then they leave, and then the old men who actually run it come out, and then yeah. they say the hateful shit like, yeah. you can only date people inside of this church, and um, we're going to send Bibles to Cuba. And you're like, what? This makes no sense. That was the last Yeah, Cuba experience. doesn't need Bibles. They're Catholic as fuck. They need democracy, not fucking Bibles. They need medicine. And food, probably clean water. Yeah. It was. I was yeah. like, that's the last people thing. People are floating in homemade rafts to yeah. Florida not even a good the state in the United States. The They'd be worst. better off passing Florida and trying to float to Vermont yeah, or something. something. <laughs> Anywhere. So, yeah, it was a wild experience. So anyway, FLDS, oh. equally as wild. So the Jeffs family um, are the ones who turn FLDS into a cult. Um, Rulon Jeffs, Warren's father, um, he quickly climbed the ranks of the church by being an asshole, I'm assuming. And April 19th, 1945, he's ordained as the high priest apostle in the church. Yeah. I feel like the way to get do that is to like be calling people's bluffs. They're like, what are you doing? And you're like, oh, talking to God. And they're like, you don't talk to God. And you're like, are you saying that God isn't real and yeah. you can't talk to him? Because yeah. I talk to him. And then they, in their mind, are like, I know he's not real. I know we're just doing this. Mm-hmm. At this point, I'm high up enough that I know he's not talking to him. But if I call his bluff then i'm admitting the church isn't real yeah and since he was the first one to start saying he talks to him i have to fucking let him have this yeah it's like the game of shotgun whoever says it the first yeah has yeah. to be the so next apostle you're just like eyes squinty leveled at him like fine you talk to god and yeah. he's like i certainly fucking do yeah and then he just waltz into the thing and sits in the like flds pope chair and he's like i talk to god does anyone here want to say god isn't real and i don't talk to him and all of them are like we're, this isn't real, but we have to say this yeah. or else we'll be admitting it's yeah. not real. It's like this weird game of chicken they're all playing. It, no, for real. And if one of them admits it, then they'll lose their 50 child brides. So no, doesn't that like feel like most cults? Everyone at the top is playing this weird game of chicken with each other where they're like, yeah. we all know it's not real, but which one of us is going to admit it first? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then get ostracized by everyone else. And then yeah. we're like... Because cl- you still hold out hope that maybe he'll like 
die. Loses mind from chlamydia, and then like you'll be able to take over or something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah, no, I completely agree. Or one of his child brides will like dose Stabs him. him. Yeah, yeah, or something. Something. Unfortunately, that didn't happen. Anyway, so um, there was kind of like there's a few monumental moments that happened um, that um, allowed Rulon Jeff's kind of like the ability to completely change the church. Cause you can't just like roll in and be like, and I'm going to take away all of your rights. You know, you got to kind of like ease into it. Yeah. And the thing that happened was um, a raid, like, you know, because you can't just dig tunnels into the side of a mountain and hope no one's going to look into it. Yeah. So the Arizona department for public safety and the Arizona national guard, um, went in to see what the FLDS church was up to. They didn't know if it was guns or drugs or child prostitution. They were just like, we're going to see what the fuck they're up to. Cause it's All nothing good. Yeah. So July 26, 1953 over 50 law enforcement agents gathered outside short, the short Creek compound. Um, they planned to surprise the compound and make arrests quickly and kind of like, you know, deal with no shit yeah um but someone tipped off the flds leaders uh-huh. which is like at this point short creek the compound the sheriffs the mayor representatives council everyone works for flds yeah so it's this kind is of a like, very far cry five yeah situation to yeah, yeah, anyone yeah. who knows about that game so good so but like literally same exact thing. Like you're sent to, you're trying to like arrest the leader of a cult and then they've been tipped off and it all goes horribly yeah, wrong. It goes pretty bad. Well, it doesn't, it could have gone worse. So, um, when the officers began the raid, they only found women and children in the compound. Um, the men had dressed up and gathered around a schoolhouse, waving an American flag and singing God bless America. Um, they did, they did this because, um, it was like a publicity stunt because they thought if we're going to be photographed and reported into the news, we want to look as non-threatening and, um, diplomatic as possible. Yeah. So like, what's more diplomatic than waving a flag? I mean, yeah, sure. They wanted to seem like innocent. And this, this happens again when the, um, raid in Texas happens, like they play this shit up. Like they know that they have to act in front of a camera and news crews, you know? Um, so despite their like nonviolent protest, quote unquote, arrests were made, um, men and women were taken to jail and the children of the polygamous marriages were made wards of the state and spread out to foster homes. Um, of course, the media covered this event in favor of the FLDS, and all they did was show pictures of children crying as they were taken away from their families. Mm-hmm. And they mm-hmm. showed these like all American men just trying to fight for their religious freedom and safety of their family, quote unquote. Yikes. So yeah, they keep that trick in their fucking pocket. Yeah, yeah. It's a good one. If people think you're trying to get your kids back and not trying to get your fucking your child brides yeah. back, yeah. So, um, that raid once again, like proved their crazy conspiracies that outside members or outsiders were dangerous and FLDS pulled away from the mainstream, like as far as they could. So this, they set up their own market and they basically became a self-sustaining commune. They started making all their clothes on site. Like it just functioned in itself. They were not going outside at all at that point. Um, 
Warren Jeffs was born two years after the raid and his family wasn't even a part of it, but he would often use the event as justification for his um, radical isolationist beliefs. So he would use the raid in all of his sermons as to why he's cracking down on like daily life on the compound harder. Yeah. Um, so before we get into Warren Jeffs, I wanted to kind of like point out the perfect cult and the perfect cult leader. There's like three main steps to being a perfect cult leader. Um, so the guru, they become worshipped rather than the broader religious principles. So this is like, no longer are we looking at Joseph Smith or Jesus or God or Moroni. We're looking at Warren Jeffs. He is God. Okay. Just like Om Shinrikyo, right? Yeah. Uh, Um, Asahara was God. That's who you worshipped. Like you get them in on the religion, but then you make them worship you. Um, and then thought reform, like characteristics and, um, great focus on confession and self-criticism in a systematic way. So, um, this, the best example for this, the thought reform is, um, Scientology, how you have to, um, sit with a member in the church and confess everything. Also Catholics, um, but in Scientology, they use the confessions to keep you in the church, and then they use the confessions, kind of like psychic readings, how they like can g- get inklings from you, and then um, kind of like pull from that and expand. So it yeah. seems personal, and like they know what's going on, but really they're just professional bullshit artists because I mean, you've already given them all the answers, and they just regurgitate it back to yeah. you. There's a huge difference between what what Catholics do is almost like the healthiest part of Catholicism because they like will bring priests from other parishes in who don't know the congregation to do like so they like will purposefully make it so it's hard for the priest to even know who they're talking to. But the the so it's almost more of a counseling. I mean, I agree that it's like creepy. So the thing about the Catholic thing and why I even threw it in here is the self criticism in a systematic way is that. Catholics are born sinners and yes. born regretful. I mean, and technically spend their all whole, Christians. I mean, yeah, but Catholics specifically, the systematic way is that you have to go to confession. And even when you think you're good, you're, you never are and you never will be. So get in there and figure it the fuck out. Yeah. So that's... Yeah, it's a guilt thing. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, Catholic guilt is famous. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. I mean, there are parts of it. I'm just saying it's a little different than... Um, Scientology's way of doing it is like straight up 100% out now. Well, yeah, evil. because the Scientologists take what you say, like your traumatic life events, the, which we all have, and they then turn it around to be like, oh, those are Ingrams. Those are things that ruin you. And now you're going to spend the rest of your existence in this church and we're going to help you get rid of those. They also physically record you saying them mm-hmm. and are and have been, people have accused them and I think some people have proof that they've literally blackmailed them and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, well, that's why John Travolta is stuck in Scientology because they know that he's gay. I mean, it's 2018, John. You should just come out. That's what I've been saying. So anyway, um, and then the third thing is heavy exploitation from above, economic and sexual. So even in FLDS, it has that all cults seem to have this odd sexual aspect. And it doesn't even have to be sexual as in like, you all have to have sex with the leader. It could be sexual as in like, you are not allowed to have sex at all. You know what I mean? They just want to control your genitals somehow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's so weird. 
And then the economic is a thing that all cults do, and it's how they keep you in. Scientology is notorious for it. FLDS did it and still does it. And that's just like making you bring everything that you own and you possess and put it in the collective pool. And they say it's to like better the religion as a whole, but it's to prevent you from leaving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, because if you have no money, how the fuck are you going to leave? You know? Exactly. Where are you going to go? People run away from Colorado City, where a lot of the fundamentalist polygamists live in southern Utah, and mm-hmm. they end up in St. George, mm-hmm. um, one of the bigger cities in Utah, and they literally just like will show up at gas stations yeah, and be like, I have no phone, I have no ID, uh, I'm literally like a runaway kid. And then they yeah, have yeah. like a facility for them specifically. Yeah, there's a few organizations that not only um, help um, FLDS members who've escaped, but they like they help them escape and then they help them um, like settle into everyday life and they help them get social security cards and IDs because like all that they don't have, you know? Yeah. It's, it's fucking tough. wild. So, yeah, just that's... How you make a cult leader. Oof. And then a um, grandiose sense of self, which we'll get into. Yeah. Um, so Warren Jeffs was born on December 4th, 1955 to rule on Jeffs and Marilyn Steed in Sacramento, California. Again, synchronicity to me. Um, he was the 14th child Rulon had fathered between his brides. Um, and his parents raised him to believe he was special. And that's pretty significant considering he was the 14th child out of 80 children from around the 50 women Rulon had married and impregnated. So he was raised to believe that he was the golden child. He was a preemie baby. That was like, he was two months premature. And they said he was supposed to die, especially in like the 50s when they were like, I don't know, can we put leeches on him? Um, and he made it. And so they said that he was a miracle oh. and he was destined for great things. And so Rulon put Warren on a pedestal and told all the other kids that like Warren was chosen by God. Mm. So all these kids who grew up as fundamentalists believed that their brother was like a, a living miracle. Right. Yeah. So like, and being a fundamentalist and being raised with that idea, even the eldest children treated him as such. And that's kind of how like when Warren takes over later, he starts it in childhood. Um, he's able to like basically make his siblings like a mini gang for him. Yeah. Like his eldest brother is his enforcer. His smart brother like helps him manipulate and scheme and get out of trouble. You know what I mean? Like that's he has literally the plot of Far Cry Five. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like word for word, what you're saying is literally. Well, I'm pretty sure they kind of. Have, yeah, yeah. It's just were... really interesting how uh, synchronicity for me. yeah sure um so there's a school in salt lake and i think it still exists um at like the mouth of big cottonwood and it's alta academy alta academy used to be a fundamentalist school exclusively run by the fundamentalist um and all the jeff's children attended alta academy they learned reading writing math and religion, like no science, obviously. Yeah, yeah. And the readings were like just scripture shit. They weren't reading like Huckleberry Finn, you know, obviously. Um, and while he attended school, like as a kid, he had his like sibling gang. And then everyone like re- respected him because they were afraid of him because he was like manipulating and like sly and skeezy. But like 
everyone in charge, like teachers and the principal at the time, like were obsessed with him because he was one of those kids who acted like an adult, right? Yeah, yeah, which is always creepy. Very creepy. Even the way he talked because like he was his fucking dad's shadow because he was raised to be the a miracle child. And so he followed his dad to all of the like high up meetings and like FLDS, um, like whatever, when, whatever they were doing, he was with him. So he had like the vocabulary of a fucking 72 year old fundamentalist leader yeah. as like a 15 year old child. Um, and he was like the only kid to do this, obviously. So after he graduated um, Alta Academy, he was made the principal of Alta Academy immediately. What the fuck? Yeah. They loved him a lot. <laughs> yeah. That's like the best version of a super senior. Yeah. yeah. When you just graduate. Now you're like, and I'm in charge. Now Can you I imagine being a junior and they graduate and then you come to school, do your senior year and you're like, what the fuck? This guy named Warren is the principal yeah. now? Well, and then he made them all call him Uncle Warren. Yikes. Yeah, it's, that's so his he's thing. like 18, like call me uncle. Yeah. I'm the Funko. I'm Funko start. Warren. <laughs> well, you can't, you know, it's hard to molest when you just look like an 18-year-old kid, but then you have people call you uncle, you get a head start on it. I mean, yeah, that's true. Like God said, it's all about the fundamentals. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's exactly what he said. It's one of the Ten Commandments. <laughs> Um, thou shall follow the fundamentals, which is child molestation. <laughs> thou shalt maintain fundamentals if thou shalt want championship rings. Mm -hmm. It makes sense. I get it. Yeah. Um, so with Warren Jeffs as the fucking president, principal, whatever of Alta Academy, the FLDS school in Salt Lake, he preached perfect obedience produces perfect faith. And then he began to personally teach some of the history and science classes. And um, he taught modified science. Yeah. And then would give apocalyptic sermons, um, like on the PA. Like, so instead of like every Monday, they would hear like lunch specials. They would also hear about like the government ending the world and stuff. Yeah. And then one of the fun things that he taught, he didn't believe in the moon landing, obviously. Whoa. So kind that's of fun. Cool. Kind of fun that's stuff That's weird. Here. It got a little weird right there. Yeah, yeah. What does he think the moon landing is? Well, he just doesn't think it was real. He thought it, he, it's a government conspiracy to him. To, oh, okay. Just like the dinosaurs thing, that he thinks that the moon landing disproves God, just like dinosaurs disprove God. So what, yeah. they, what, is it, what do they think dinosaurs are? Do you know? They think that dinosaurs are like sci-fi creations that the government made up and that the government um, made these bones and then hid the bones for archaeologists mm -hmm. to find mm -hmm. to prove that there's no God. Because a lot of Christian religions tap out Bef like they, yeah, the, the dinosaurs Earth is 10, years exactly. Old. So, yeah, or six thousand years old. I can't. Even I think remember. it's three or six. It's a, it's a low number. <laughs> so anyway, it's definitely not enough. Yeah. Human civilization is ten thousand years old. I mean, tell that to some Christians. So okay. Anyway, <laughs> I mean, I have. They don't like it. They don't like it at all. So, um, just some fun facts. Um, some of Warren's former students would become his brides. Oh. Which is kind of fun. And um, you can kind of say that um, the Alta School is where Warren Jeffs mastered manipulation and power because he watched his dad do it 
but then he got to practice it on like his mini, you know, like compound, which was the school. Yeah, yeah. Um, he got like a trial run. And the funny thing about this is that he'll eventually shut the school down. But anyway, so like the, the rise to Warren Jeff's taking power, he's his dad's right hand man. And um, his, is his dad molesting him? No. Not that we know Not of. Not that we know of. So, um, 1986 was Warren Jeffs as the prophet, obviously. And in a 12-year period with, um, I mean, not Warren Jeffs, Rulon Jeffs. In a 12-year period, Warren and his dad, Rulon, would completely, like, flip the FLDS church. So, they used to have that council. Now, Rulon's like, nope, exclusively me. Like, anything that happens in the community or with the school, it all comes back to me. So every major position in the church was eliminated. All power and control was left to the prophet exclusively. Okay. And um, the doctrines could be manipulated and changed based on what the prophet says. Yeah, he's got the direct line to God. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But they used to have like a council. Now he's like, no more. Um, Rulon is the one who started this policy of keeping sweet, which if anyone has watched any FLDS documentaries, which there are a bunch, there's like a great 2020 series on it keeps anytime like a news reporter brings up the term keep sweet. You can like see it. And specifically with the women of the church and the girls of the church, they get like dead eyed. Um, and keep sweet is more like a threat. It's more like a silent jab in the side. Um, Rulon described it as filling themselves with the Holy Spirit and acting right. But um, psychologists have broken it down and they say that the keep sweet policy is a thought terminating cliche, which is a form of brainwashing. And it's an oversimplified statement meant to distract a person from conflicting thoughts. So it's like a subtle form of thought manipulation. I don't understand. So he (laughs) says keep sweet and then you... It basically triggers them to be like, Oh, like I have to act right. I have to be silent. I need to know my place or else bad things will happen to me. Yikes. Like, so anytime like the, um, distracting a person from conflicting thoughts is like, if a woman started to be like, you can't marry my 15 year old daughter. She's not old enough. He would just be like, keep sweet. And then she would just like zonk out because she, it would be like a fucking Vietnam flashback. You know what I mean? She wouldn't see like all the repercussions. And it was just like a form of, brainwashing through the sermons and like that term keep sweet is still like a big deal in the FLDS church even today. That's wild. It has like that same effect. So it's just it's like almost like a what's it called? Um when you're a secret agent and you're OJ Simpson and they say the code word to you. Yeah, you're like you're activating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're Except like, for the opposite. Instead of doing something you do nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You activate the code word, and then they're just like, oh, okay, I'm chill. Yeah. (laughs) Gazuntite. That was my activating code word. Um, So by 1991, the FLDS could now own property and not pay taxes and get loans tax-free. So they're officially a church. Yeah. Recognized by the United States government. Which is a bummer, which is why I'm pro-tax of churches, because these motherfuckers can just follow the right rules and regulations and fill out the right forms and then get this. Yeah, we should. I mean, our firefighters put out their fires and our police officers keep them safe. So I feel like they should pay. I agree. 
Um, so at this point, a majority of the community gave up the deeds to their homes to the church, giving Rulon the power to evict whoever, whenever. Yikes. Which he did do. So that's that um, economic power, right? Yeah, yeah. He controls their He controls homes. everything. And this actually, when Rulon took all the deeds and they all signed the property over to the church, this is still an issue that's going on today. Like... There are people to this day whose job is is to help mediate the Utah state government and Colorado state government, Arizona state government, and the fundamentalists. Like, because long story short, the states got that property back from them, and but they're now evicting families and like these LDS fam or FLDS families of like twenty are now like homeless. Yeah. So they're trying to like work shit out. So. And I can't imagine that they have very many skills. None whatsoever. Like it's not like you, yeah. if you have nine wives, you're like a web designer. No, and that I they mean, like have any like I bet they don't even know how to work a cash register. Probably not. Well, I mean they have a little market. I don't know, maybe a cash register, but and they also have tablets. Do they? Oh, okay. So they have the internet and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's kind of like a mini North Korea in that they have the internet and they have like smartphone technology, but it's all censored. Okay. So they only use like they use they have iPads, but they like play back just like sermons they're they recorded yeah they're on kids no there's no like polygamous angry birds no no also warren jeffs took away he anyway we'll get to that um so in 1998 rulon warren's dad suffered a severe stroke he was unable to make public appearances and warren started to step in so he had already been like obviously his dad's right hand man but he started to speak on behalf of his dad without his dad's permission. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, Better to ask for forgiveness than permission. I mean, he was just asking for his dad to die any day. Yeah. So Warren started to preach his agenda, agenda under like the guise of his father's commands. And um, Warren Jeffs began to control the media. He started to ban toys, newspapers, and the internet. Toys? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like these fucking kids had just like... Barbies, toy trucks, and like bikes, and he took all those away. And his thing was um, if a girl wants to play with a doll, give her a baby. If a boy wants to ride a bike, give him a shovel. Oh. That's a direct to Warren one of, one of those isn't even close to the thing. The baby is like, <laughs> yeah, I get it. Yeah. But the shovel isn't. <laughs> what? That sucks <laughs> so bad. Well, it's funny that he says that because the little like boys and girls under like eight and younger, if they could walk, they were put out into the pecan orchards. So there was a whole, we'll, we'll get to that in a second. So, because there's so much worse shit happens than child labor. So yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> worse shit happens than two sad kids using a shovel as a bike. Yeah. Like <laughs> it gets sadder <laughs> than that. Um, oh, does so, it though? Yes. Uh, with what we're about to get into right now is the weirdest fucking shit ever. How long is it? Because we're... Is this a good place to stop? Well, we'll talk about this and then we'll stop. Okay, cool. So Warren Jeffs began assigning wives to the members of the community. Mm-hmm. So he basically was like, I'm starting over. Like he shuffled the deck and he's redealing. Okay. Oh, okay. Interesting. And he introduces a policy that he calls um, the seed bearing. So he um, assigns 15 of the most faithful 
and like prestigious men in FLDS to become seed bearers. And they're the only ones who are allowed to father children. So it's a cuckolding situation we're about to get into. Ah. So only the seed bearers um, could impregnate the women of the FLDS with, and their husbands were required to sit in the room and observe the act. So a couple would get a message in the morning because they also couples could married couples couldn't have sex unless they were given permission. And it was kind of like a trick. So um, a couple would get a message in the morning that today they were allowed to engage in intercourse during the middle of the day. Three seed, three seed bearers in robes to conceal their identities um, would come into the house. Only one robed seed bearer would be allowed to engage and the husband would hold the wife's hand and the two other robed individuals um, would watch and guard and make sure the husband didn't try to like interrupt it. Um, Warren Jeffs would threaten excommunication if you disobeyed. And he then emplaced um, the God squad, which was his private security of the church to help enforce these new laws about consummation. Oh, it got so fucked up so fast. Yeah. That's so gross. So, um, and currently just for funsies, um, Warren has banned marriage and sex and, um, pregnancy in the church. And as of still currently, um, they've all been fulfilling that. Like they're not allowed to do anything. Yeah. And they all don't. Yeah. Jeez Louise. Um, but yeah, the seed bearers, I can barely pull out if someone asked me to, let alone, (laughs) follow <laughs> yeah. all these rules all these rules yeah. yeah yeah basically like you're not allowed to impregnate your wife and you're not allowed to have a sex with your wife and you have to raise 20 children who are all from a different 15 guy. of the richest most elite and faithful men it doesn't even sound good to be a seed bearer i mean yeah probably not i don't know they, they probably are like you know entitled prob- assholes I, I almost imagine like no one likes this like they, I, I, mean, I feel like they're all like, I mean, there's a part of you who's like, they have to be like this evil, like, oh yeah, I'm going to fuck her type thing. Mm-hmm. But I think at this level of insanity, they're like being creepily pious about everything, right? I don't, I mean, you'd want to think that. I think that the 15, the seed bearers, the 15 men um, are like... They'll take a bullet for Warren Jeffs. Like, they're fucking about it. Like, to be that high up and that powerful, like, they, you know. Yeah. There's, they're in it to win it. Everyone else, I think, is just afraid. That's the other Ugh. thing, you know. Like, they all just kind of, they deal with it because they think it's the teachings of the prophet, the teachings of God. They think it's the purest way, like, that, you know, God wants it. And then they're also afraid to be excommunicated because... Uh, one of the tenants that, you know, Brigham Young taught that the FLDS keeps with them to this day is the apostates, the people who leave the church. That is the most egregious sin that not even death can repent for. Yeah. So if I, you're taught that wholeheartedly and you believe that and you also fear the outside world, like it is fucking hell and brimstone, you know yeah. what I mean? Like outside, then like you're going to be fine with some dude in a fucking black hood fucking your wife. I mean, I guess. I, I have a hard time relating to this. I, I think I, everyone should. Yeah. I, I think if you relate to this in a little bit, you need to fucking get some help. Yeah. No, it's it's tough. I mean, I think people relate to it a little bit. I think anyone who's felt pressure from society can relate to this. 
That's a stretch. I mean, relate <laughs> to it in a way. Like, if you're a person who's like, oh, I'm afraid to, like, not do a hobby I don't like. Or I'm afraid to tell my parents I'm not a religion anymore. Or I'm afraid to quit my job and do what I really want to do because what people will think of me. Or I'm afraid to get a tattoo. Like, a lot of people are... Sure. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. worried about convention. Like Even this, if you're like... A, I like this message. I just don't like it placed inside of a fucking Warren Jeff seed bearer sandwich. Right? It's so fucked <laughs> I up. I like what you're saying, but unrelated to what we're talking <laughs> about. <laughs> I just think, here's the thing. If you're a person who's afraid to like do something because of what society will think about you, you're basically an FLDS rapist. Well, so you should fucking just do I what you want to do. I don't say that. I don't agree I with that at all. It. Get it? I don't agree. Get it going. I don't agree with that. <laughs> you get out there and live your life. No. <laughs> Otherwise, you support the FLDS. That's not true. It's real. Okay. So <laughs> if weird. you're a woman who's having I don't know what uh, issues and you want to shave your head, but you're afraid of what people oh will think, God. you got to do it. I mean, yeah, do or that. Or else but you're like, one of the seed bearers. That's not. That's the part. If you're that's a guy a no. and you want to get a tattoo. Other than that, that's a yeah. Yeah. If you want to shave your head, like <laughs> shave your head. But it is, if you don't, it doesn't make you a fucking seed bearer. You're a seed bearer. bearer. Nope. You're a seed church. bearer. You, you got to do it now or you're a seed bearer. Those two things are unrelated. There's no correlation at all. Whatever you're afraid of because of what people are going to think of you. You're a seed bear. Oh you got to get out there and it's do not it. Real. It okay. is real. Well, thank you for that. Feel the guilt. <laughs> uh, I feel something. I'm motivating guilt, people right like now. Confusion. Listen, you got to live your life to the best of your ability, or mm-hmm. you're a horrible person. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. We'll just end there. <laughs> Great job. Oh man. Great I job. wonder the part of me that cares is broken. Um. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Are you just now realizing this? <laughs> no, I've known. How long have I, we been doing this? I've, yeah, because I've had people get really, really, really mad at me for being like, I don't have remorse for people who do things because they feel societal pressure. Yeah. Like, like a lot of gendered arguments are like based in societal pressure. And I'm like, fuck off with that. Mm-hmm. Be better than society or don't complain. Yeah. Like like men who are like, "Oh, I can't I can't cry because of how society will view me." It's like, "I don't I don't fucking care. Cry." I, I cry all the time. Yeah, just cry then. Cry. Don't I be cry a all bitch. The time a, and don't I'm be a, a man. Don't, don't be such a fucking bitch about crying. Cry. Yeah. Or women who are like, "I can't. I can't be assertive or people will think I'm bossy." Well, I don't fucking care. Either do it or don't. No one fucking cares. Yeah. Like the societal pressure you feel is all made up in your head. Yeah, just live your be life sort or don't. of like me, where everyone loves to hate you and hates to love you. It's a there great is place. a fine line between being an assertive person and being a bitch, though. The, I like both hats. You should fuck you. <laughs> you I you like d- to wear both. I mean, you can. I do. I don't just can. Yeah, I no, do. you t- you totally wear both. Yeah, it's fun. Sure. You know what I mean? One can't live without the other for me. I think one is like a tiny little yarmulke, and then the other one is like a giant a floppy hat on top, not a crown. It's a crown. A floppy a crown. hat made of straw. It's a crown. It's dirty. It's a crown. Mm-mm. So anyway, thanks for that. You're welcome. Are you done? Yeah. Okay, great. Well, I guess we'll pick up next time with Warren Jeffs marrying children. Oh, Warren. And molesting his children. And then he goes to jail. We'll feel good about it. Everyone, thank you so much for listening. Hail fucking Satan. Hail Satan. <laughs>